Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle, and welcome back to the Spooky Hour. Welcome back, friends. We have returned from the dead. We have. Welcome to 2023, where this year is already shit. Guys, I'm sick. You, you know, it's so funny. I, I always write a little like blurb at the top because I never remember who's going first. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I have nothing to complain about. But yeah, I just hope everybody had a good holiday season. Positive vibes for the new year. Then Danielle goes on here and she's like, everything's shit. <laughs> Everything is shit. <laughs> yeah. Danielle got sick like immediately in the I new got year. Sick, yeah. Monday. I was like, I'm feeling off. And then Tuesday I woke up and my throat was scratchy and I was stuffy. And today is Thursday. And... My I'm get I feel better, but like you can still kind of hear it in my voice. I think I sound a normal, little bit. Stuart's like you don't sound normal, so you sound like a wee bit stuffy. You sounded worse yesterday for sure. Yeah, totally. I'm way better now. I mean, well, not way better, but like. But it's like very fitting. That's that's how we would start the new year. Totally. I got I got nothing to complain about for once. I'm just tired all the time. <laughs> Guys, you want to hear something really funny? I think we have a lot to catch up on and we're going to have like a little like maybe like probably like a 10 minute like what have we been doing since November. A little Um, tea sesh. Yeah. So if you don't want this tea sesh, 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 you can skip. forward like 10 minutes-ish. I don't know. Yeah. Give or take. But guys, I'm technically not married. (laughs) (laughs) She's single. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Woo. No. Like, so I... And I don't know how it works in other places, but like you have to apply for your marriage license, which we did. And then we got married and the the officiant takes the marriage license, signs it and sends it in to Service Ontario where it gets registered. And then I can apply for my marriage certificate and I need my marriage certificate to be able to change my last name, to get my passport, do all this fun stuff, do my fucking taxes. Oh, my God. The taxes. (laughs) Yeah. That's coming up, too. Yeah, so when I applied for my marriage certificate, it said it could take up to 10 weeks because it takes like six to eight weeks for the registration to happen and then a couple more weeks after that. So my 10 weeks would have been like mid-December. But by mid-December, I was on holidays and I was like, fuck this, I'll call in January because I never got it. I called and guys, the officiant, they said it was never registered. So I called the officiant, the officiant said I sent it in. So fucking Canada Post, our fucking government lost my goddamn license. (laughs) So someone's out there running there fucking pretending to be me and Stuart married. I'm just like picturing it in like a soggy snow hill somewhere. Like in the side of the road. All sad and dirty. Yeah. So our good old government lost my marriage license. So I'm technically currently not married. Personally, I'm very excited about this because I'm planning a second bachelorette already. Yeah. I had so much fun the first time. We just got to do it again. Like, Um, Let's just do someone richer this time, though. What's that? Let's go with someone richer this time. <laughs> Sorry, Stu. Love ya. We'll he find would be someone down for in it. Niagara. <laughs> it's fine, guys. But that's Aww. pretty much all that's going in my life right now. Oh my god. Oh my god, guys. Like a oh week after we took a break, meth head got evicted. My meth oh head my neighbors god. got kicked the fuck out. The best news ever. They're gone. We literally did a shot in their driveway. We did. <laughs> when it's was so that? funny. That was when we did our gingerbread houses. We literally went in their driveway and did a shot of sourpuss. Yeah, in we celebration. did. And it's yeah, been the... so peaceful ever since. It's been great. I almost the... missed them. Right? The, oh, the actual owners of the house like came over and like gave us flowers and like apologized for how shit these people were. 
and I told him I was like we're gonna take shots in your driveway and they had like a camera and they totally saw us <laughs> taking shots in the driveway they didn't care hey but like <laughs> but they destroyed the fucking place like they destroyed yeah. it we were talking there's contractors there they've been there all since like pretty much beginning of December and whenever we're like out there we'll just chit chat with them and they fucked the house up the house is oh fucked. my god yeah, I hope so. there was no carpet there because I know they had cats, and I just I know what there cat was carpet. They like oh, they were no. ripping all the carpet out this week, actually. Oh God! Yeah, they had like sewage backup, so like it makes me think of like the Adam Strong thing. I'm like, what the fuck do they put down the pipes? Oh so, like, God! Oh no! Yeah, it's not like like the toilet leaked. It's the toilet was like off, and all the sewage backed up into the bathroom, and like ruined the bathroom. That's disgusting. Yeah, maybe they're pouring cement down it. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. That's so, so fucked. Unfortunately, so, like, I still live in my town. I've seen them around, but and I know where they live. But they're far enough from you that it does. It's not your problem anymore. It's someone else's problem. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, your years off to like an all right start. Like, you're not married, but you don't have a headache anymore. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's like you gotta you gotta pick your battles. And I got to work from home all week. Oh, hell yeah. That was pretty sweet. I would love to have worked from home all week. I didn't get a Christmas vacation this year. Uh, I'm very tired. (laughs) I had to go into the office, too. And it's just like, I'm very tired. (laughs) I had uh, I had four days like for Christmas and then I had four days for New Year's. Yeah. But like I would have loved it in a row, you know? (laughs) Yeah, totally. So I'm immediately planning a vacation already. I was going to say just plan like a really nice holiday. We're going to Vegas. We're going guys. away in May. We're, well, we're going away. We're going to Sault Ste. Marie in May. But we're going to try to go for at least like four or five days to make the drive worth it. Because I don't know if anybody's ever driven from Toronto to Sault Ste. Marie. But holy fuck. It's far. <laughs> like, holy fuck. Yeah. I've never driven that far in my life. That was that, uh, that one you did for the... Is it the wedding in May? Yeah. Okay. So it's the, in same, May. the same thing I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. So we want to take like a week and go exploring because it's beautiful there. That's the one thing. It is gorgeous yeah. there. Um, but the fucking drive, man. Brutal. It's like eight hours. And the last time we went, we literally got there, slept, did the Jack and Jill, slept, woke up, left. Yeah, so, no, thank you. <laughs> wasn't really pleasurable, you know? Go up and like enjoy it this time. Yeah. So I have something to look forward to at least. There we go. There's my positivity. Yeah, totally. I have oh we have something else to talk about too that i just remembered um we're changing our format a little bit oh fuck yeah (laughs) yeah so we decided that we're gonna try doing the podcast bi-weekly so every other monday Mm -hmm. um just because we're tired and we're adults and we have lives but like we still like doing this so it it, we're hoping it provides more work-life balance you know (laughs) totally and it gives like better content like Mm -hmm. i can like instead of like quickly working something up i can did you write it last night (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe i said maybe i got but yeah we're we're hoping it kind of reduces stress without taking content away from you guys um feel free to give us feedback if you're completely miserable about it i'm sorry there's like a (laughs) seven million other podcasts you can listen to yeah (laughs) there's a lot but yeah we'll see how it works um I think it'll be fine. I think we're going to do fine. Totally. Maybe it'll lead to longer episodes. Like we could get more in detail with our research. I'm going to tell you right now, this one is not going to be long because (laughs) it's 
it's the first one back. My brain was awful. I was writing this. Holidays. Holi- I'm still on holiday brain. Honestly, I, I saw the funniest meme today. It was like, when I said circle back next year, I meant January 9th. And I was like, amen. Why is everybody right? trying to do work this week? I've had so many meetings and stuff. And I'm just like, guys, I don't know where I am. I yeah. still taste spinach dip. Like I'm still like drunk from like Christmas. So honestly, and I just like, I, I didn't eat a single fucking vegetable for like two weeks straight and I'm feeling it. Like, I just feel slow and, like, my yeah. brain hasn't fully turned on yet. And people are like, let's book a meeting. And I'm like, let's fucking no. not. <laughs> and I can't say, let's just circle back in the new year because, bitch, we're here. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's circle back, like, next week. How about that? It's not new year enough for me yet. I need I need a couple more weeks. I went, Until I start writing 2023 on my paper and not 2022 it's still <laughs> like you still can't talk to me until i'm at that point you know? i'm i'm pretty good at that because in my position i'm constantly working in like different time periods like i'm already on 2024 in some aspects oh same here it's just an excuse holly <laughs> okay i'll give it to you i said yeah. nothing yeah come on i said nothing don't throw me under the bus like that <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much what's new what's happening new format no marriage no yeah. neighbors yeah, so if there's no any like, rich <laughs> men or women out there that want to marry me, I won't say no. Hook a girl up. She's single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Stuart listen to this. He's going to fucking kick me out of the house. <laughs> like, fuck you. Because I'm doing it for us. I'm <laughs> doing it for us. <laughs> you can still live here, Stuart. Like, <laughs> yeah, come on. You sleep We're going to be rich day. together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, but we hope you guys had wonderful holidays and your yeah. New Year's off to a good start, too. Um, if you feel like telling us exciting things, you can, I don't know, comment on our Instagram or something and talk to us because we miss you. Totally. Um, we want to hear everyone's, like, happy stories because we don't have happy stories. We got none. Yeah. <laughs> we live through you guys, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I have a toddler that yells at me when I don't vacuum. I have, And then he yells at you when you do vacuum. And yeah, it's wild. But he's fun. Oh, he's God, fine. he's a fucking blast. Yeah. Yeah, he's walking, he's throwing him. shit, he's chasing the dog. He's, um, like, a real-life person now, you know? Yeah. There was, like, a switch where he's, like, no longer, like, an infant. Yeah. And he's, like, he, he communicates and you can, like, even even if he's not, like, well, I, the last time I saw him, he was, like, just getting some solid words in. Mm-hmm. And, like, you still know what he's saying, though. You know what I mean? Like, he's communicating. Yeah. And it's fucking weird. Now, if you say something, he repeats it, and he does it very well. Like, very like well. Like, really well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, although when he said he can't say quack properly, he says cock. But oh my that's God. fine. Oh, my God. That's so funny. So, every time we're, like, reading a book and there's a duck, you go, quack. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. For effort. Yeah. We, we tried. It's there. We're good. <laughs> but, yeah, that's life. Oh, I love it. it. Yeah. Um, okay, let's... I Like, my first sentence, it's like, I'm starting this year off sick. If that doesn't sum up my life, however, then... Oh. I was like zero... Actually, both you getting sick and them using the license. I was like, I'm not even surprised by this. Like, I'm not... It's not even like a shock. It's just like, yeah, of course they did. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, typical. Of course this happened. And it's funny because, like... Before I knew the officiant, like, sent it in, I was like, did this guy just not do his job? But, like, my other friend, she went to a wedding, like, a week later, and it was the same officiant. 
And I oh told God, her about so it. And she like messaged those people and she's like, yeah, they got their certificate. And I was like, fuck. So. Oh, so it's not just him. No, no, it definitely was It's literally him. just lost in the mail. That's so one yeah. brand. So Service Ontario is owned by the government. Canada Post is owned for the, by the government. So the government literally lost my government document. So amazing. Do you think like it's possible that it's in Service Canada somewhere? Because I know there's like a huge backlog or service ontario i know there's like a huge backlog of things like i know passports were hard to get uh your license like license booking was hard to get do you think it's like there and they just haven't like i don't know beeped it in the system you know what i mean like i don't the girl said it was lost so perfect she said she's like it's probably lost there is no silver lining here there is no but maybe (laughs) yeah and i was like what i do with that and she's like well we just have to start from the scratch. And I'm like, okay, and who's fucking paying for that? Because I'm not. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I, honestly, it doesn't fucking surprise me. The whole reason to get married is to, like, literally pay the government more fucking money. So I'm not. I've always thought of marriage as, like, just a certificate. That's why it took yeah. me so long to get married. Like, you're with your partner. You're with your partner. And a p- piece of paper doesn't prove anything. Yeah. So I'm not overly upset about it i'm just fucking pissed off because if like canada post lost it or someone stole it and they have all of my fucking information yeah the information's all on it there, is there like is uh, sin, my, uh actually maybe let's not say if there's sin numbers on it <laughs> but no, no but like my like my parents information's on it Stuart's parents information's on it their addresses their their surnames like Perfect. everything is on this document Love and they're just that. like yeah we lost it and i'm like fuck you guys our government's a joke in every aspect you can think of, our government's a fucking joke. Yeah. Fuck. So. So on brand, though. So on Absolutely. brand. The Anyways. day just went too well. We knew it couldn't be 100% perfect. <laughs> fuck, right? I had really good holidays. Like, I had a really good 2022. And then 2023 is like, fuck you, Danielle. <laughs> so, Boom. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so I just want to let everyone know. Do you know why a living room is called a living room? Oh my god, I actually saw something about this recently. It has something to do with another room called like a death room, right? Yeah. So in the 1900s, like the large room in the front of the like homes were used to display people that died in your home. So as like kind of like, like a viewing, like year round or just when they died? Usually just when they died. It's okay. like kind of like I'm a picturing morning. taxidermy here. It kind I mean, yeah, I guess so. But like <laughs> so like kind of like a, it was like a death room as you said or like a morning room. Um, but it was mainly used like during the influenza outbreak. So when there was like a delay in being able to bury people because there were so many people dying. So they just had to keep like dead grandma in their front room until they could be like buried. Like not only dead grandma, it's like infectious dead grandma. (laughs) Yeah. Like just chilling in the the living room. Like, Hey grandma morning. How you doing? Oh God. Yeah. So when the influenza outbreak started to slow down and people stopped dying and they got to like bury these people, the front of your home was like not used for dead people. So the ladies home journal wanted to move past like the sadness and that front room, they like renamed it the living room and made it into a place that families would host events and games and shit. So I don't know if they got that like across through like newspapers or whatever, but they would advertise like families gathering in this room and like having early 1800s Pinterest yeah yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> you just get a piece of paper by like an owl oh my god there was I an owl in my backyard the other night funniest it was video sick. i it was really sick my mom was, was so like cool. so excited she's like tell her to send it to my backyard yeah. um i saw a video earlier and it's like people in the early 2000s living in their homes that don't look like farms 
And then it like pans to the door and this guy with like a long black wig opens the door and it's like Joanna Gaines, you know, oh from like God. HGTV. Yeah. And it's just like shiplap, 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 Sh- mason jars, mason jars. <laughs> Guys, that's like my whole fucking life. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny. So me and Stuart want to redo our kitchen and to do so, we have to like, you know, the, the window that's in my kitchen? Yeah. The part that opens to be able to extend our countertop down, we have to seal off the bottom part of our window and just get like a new window. So we were like thinking about doing that and he's like, well, we'll have to like extend it down. So we'll have to get new backsplash. So I was like, yo, shiplap. Shiplap. <laughs> shiplap. <laughs> I Fight don't hate shiplap for the record. I don't hate it. I just think it's wild that it's just every house has it now. <laughs> it's so true. Like shiplap in like the bathroom and stuff. I'm like, no, like I like it in like the kitchen and that's. About or it. even just like as an accent wall. I love the accent walls with yeah. like the raised bits too. You know, whether they have like the Ooh, patterns yeah. on it. I do like that. Yeah home decor but, with a spooky hour <laughs> totally that's like it's so funny because like we were talking about that like my middle floor is like cottage country home like i have like like in my kitchen it's like wooden utensils like wooden spoons i have um um like all your rocks and yeah pretty much yeah and then the basement's like skulls music like ever the furniture is all like black and like we have the bar set up we have it's like dartboard it's like so you want to show people actual danielle (laughs) yeah it's like this is like the basement is like my core this is my soul and then upstairs it's like this is how i want people to view me and then my my ups like up upstairs is like wild it's just a whole other world up there so the toddler lives there <laughs> yeah that's the toddler the toddler space um but yeah it's so funny it's like that you say shiplap because i love shiplap and i'm gonna get so i don't hate it, it. i don't think i would personally do it in my space i would but do i don't it like i like, like how it looks house. i just find it overdone now you know what i mean totally. like everyone has shiplap yeah i like it so i just think it's wild and it's a cheap way to go to be honest yeah I'm going to get all the coughs in here. I'm so sorry, guys. The more I talk, the worse my throat gets. We're doing our best, and she only brought wine for hydration. I did, so. and I'm almost done it. <laughs> um, okay, death rooms. Okay, yes, that's the end of the death room. So, Shiplap so move- death rooms. Death Shiplap. What a wild week. What a wild way to start this episode. Um, so moving on to what we're going to talk about this week. So we're going to talk about the Vermont Asylum for the Insane, but also known as the Brattle boil boro wow guys that's a great start brattle <laughs> boro retreat i'm not saying that twice i did technically say it good twice, enough for I me fucked it up. um so it was founded in 1834 and the building sits on a thousand acres like when it was built it did now not so much yeah um, it was originally called the vermont asylum for the insane but it changed its name to that battle boro retreat because there was a state-run facility called the vermont state asylum for the insane and they wanted to eliminate the confusion, so they renamed it the uh, Brattleboro Retreat. Um, you so t- you typed that so many times for something that you I can't did. pronounce. Honestly. And with, like, a sore throat, I can't pronounce my R's <laughs> properly. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So 10,000 buckaroos were left in Anna Hunt Marsh's will to help build a psychiatric hospital that would run independently. So, therefore, this retreat happened so now this treatment facility is apparently one of the facilities that didn't actually use dangerous treatments or so they say um it was designed to use humane treatment such as like fresh air physical activity uh farming kitchen work and educational enrichment now they did use electroshock therapy to an extent 
but apparently it was like rarely used and um it's currently shut down like this facility still exists it's still up and running but that unit doesn't is not open um this facility treated mental disorders as diseases and not like sins Mm. um which was like very rare for the early 1900s so like good on them um as i said they were super into using like moral treatments for patients they had bowling alleys a theater uh, discussion groups a swimming pool and patients were kept in big open rooms with um, windows and not like cages like the windows weren't caged um and they had like big rooms uh, and if they shared it was only like two people even when overcrowding started happening they wouldn't like overcrowd rooms um they just wouldn't take on more patients this facility is still open today as i said and it's still a treatment center um and it's apparently one of the first of its kind um so you're probably like why the fuck is it on the spooky hour then (laughs) (laughs) well on the property there there's a tower called the retreat tower it was built in 1887 by the patients of the facility at the time they believed physical labor helped patients and tried to regain some of like their like mental stability by using um like physical labor Mm -hmm. um it just reminds like every time i think of that i'm just like like little seven dwarfs like oh my god like i don't know why i I was i was comparing it to how they're like (laughs) exercise cures your depression (laughs) it really doesn't though fight me on it It because like i work out like five days a week and like (laughs) i'm still depressed (laughs) like (laughs) it's not gonna fix my brain but thanks for trying (laughs) um uh, it definitely does help, but it's not going to fix it. So if yeah, anyone... like, yeah, there's benefits for that, like, one hour that I'm working out. I'm like, wow, this yeah. is great. Because <laughs> you get, like, the endorphins and stuff. But, like, the yeah. people that are about to yell at us for that, like, we know it helps, but it doesn't fix it. So, yeah. Anyways. Just um, yell at us. It's fine. Uh, yeah. We're used to it. I can't yell back <laughs> because I don't have a voice. But give me a week and I'll yell back. Um, so, again, they thought it would help. Like, they so they, like, separated them into groups um and it's like a massive stone tower that these groups worked on during the day um and the idea was to create a scenic overlook of the property so patients could go up there get a nice review relax that's it kind of get into like the mood however many patients use the height of the tower to assist with their suicides oh um yeah (laughs) below the tower i didn't see that coming (laughs) right (sighs) below the tower was a rocky cliff which some patients uh leaped into now the suicide numbers at this place are well is like a well kept secret, so the number isn't exactly known. The tower is sealed off today, and you can't access it. Apparently, they said they open it a couple times a year for people to like go up and like take a look, but I didn't like I can't confirm that. I tried to look into it, and it's still like a treatment center, so yeah. I don't know why they would open up and be like it hey, wouldn't be like a tourist spot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but there are spot uh, there are reports of figures seen on the tower that jumps off the tower and never makes it to the ground. Um, there's also a cemetery on the property, and most date back to the early 1900s, late 1800s. A lot of the gravestones are unmarked, and some just have numbers or like oh, literally the word unknown written on them. Um, as what I feel is like normal, a lot of people have very uneasy feelings in the cemetery, and, I, and they have a feeling like they're being watched. People have seen figures moving within the gravestones and then disappearing. Also, the registry of deaths that happened at the retreat um, prior to what it is now, like in the early 1900s, is way higher than the amount of gravestones in the cemetery. Um, So you never know. Like families could have collected their deceased family members and taken them elsewhere. Like who knows? But the fact that like there's probably people buried there that don't have like unmarked graves and there's nothing there. 
is kind of creepy. But yeah, apparently the fucking tower is like haunted as hell. And it, ha- it was mainly used for lots of suicides and it took a while for them to kind of like shut it down. It's um, kind of like poor planning on the facilities part. Like I get what they were trying to do, like a nice little lookout point. But yeah. Yeah. But apparently, like, good on them for being, like, the first of its kind. The reason why they, um, like, uh, the state-run one had, like, those those treatments that were not ethical and were pointless. But this one, like, literally was like, no, like, these mental disorders are exactly what they are. They're diseases. They have to be treated as diseases. It's not like they sinned and now they're, like, insane. It doesn't make yeah. sense. So that's good, good on them for that. But then they're like, hey, here's a really tall tower. <laughs> oh god like zero thought process there (laughs) yeah so yeah but yeah so that's the uh uh, i'm not gonna say it again it's that retreat center (laughs) the place that we talked about yeah it's not a long one because i knew this would happen and yeah getting sick (laughs) yeah getting sick but it's kind of nice to talk about like a a treatment center that was like not positive Yeah. yeah They're always so dark. Like, those ones are always the darkest ones that you do. Yeah. And it's it's just so sad. I know. Um, but this this treatment center is still open, and they have, um, like, apparently they're, like, amazing. I didn't look too much into it, but it's still is open. Is the it's center itself haunted? Um, I just don't, specifically the tower? It's more just the grounds that people have noticed that yeah. are haunted, because there's not a lot of reports of what happens in the center for, um, um like privacy reasons right so yeah you gotta wait till it closes down and then they <laughs> pretty much yeah <coughs> well that was sad <laughs> right <laughs> um mine's also sad so like happy new year yeah, um shout out to buzzfeed for this episode because i was about to start researching and then i got distracted by my phone as i so often do and I opened my Facebook and there was a feed or an article at the top of my feed and it was called The Goldilocks Killings of a Japanese Family Remain Unsolved 22 Years Later and the details are baffling. And I was like, oh, baffling. So I kept reading and the little subtitle thing uh, says, quote, an intruder who viciously killed a married couple and their two children has never been caught despite leaving his bloodstained clothes, fingerprints, shoe prints and an unflushed toilet. And I saw that, and I was like, "Well, how did they fuck this case up? I have to figure that out." Um, so we're gonna talk. And so you're about gonna tell they... us. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really go into too much of the police work just because the case itself is so um, fucky. Uh, but there's I I talk about it later on. But there's a podcast on this case. It's like a seven part podcast called Faceless, and he talks about a lot of like the investigation and how they kind of fucked it up. Yeah. Um, they, they literally got to the point where they like tried to like call wikipedia to tell them to like change a wikipedia page because information had leaked from the police that they didn't want out there yet really (laughs) and wikipedia like someone put it in wikipedia and the police were like um can you take that down please like yeah please and thank you and they couldn't because wikipedia like you need proof that it's false but because the information was true they could leave it there that's kind of fucked up, though, if you think Isn't about it. Isn't that fucked? It. I that wonder if the fucked. laws were changed after that. But yeah, that podcast looks a lot more into the, like, investigation and, like, the, the flaws in the investigation. So highly recommend listening to that. I hate Wikipedia. I hate it. Oh, yeah. 
it, it's because anybody can add to it. It makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense. You How does it exist? So stupid. <laughs> Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Um, so the case, which was nicknamed the Goldilocks murders in the press, happened in Setagaya, Japan, um, which is like a suburb within Tokyo. I kind of imagined it was like Scarborough within Toronto, if you will. Um, and the so the Miyazawa family were murdered in their home on December 30th, 2000, but not discovered until the following day. Um, I'm so sorry. I tried so hard to like I phonetically wrote out the names so that I wouldn't fuck them up. But now I'm like second guessing myself. So Mikio Miyazawa was 44. His wife Yasuko was 41. And the couple had two children, eight year old Nina and six year old Ray. Um, the crime scene, which was discovered by Yasuko's mother, who lived next door, was absolutely horrifying. Um, I'm, I'm going to spare a whole bunch of details, but if you want to read details, they are available. Um, Mikio was found at the bottom of the stairs, sort of like in the entryway of the home, uh, and he had multiple stab wounds. Yasuko was upstairs found lying on top of their daughter, Nina. And okay. Ray was found on his bed in his room, and he was the only victim who had been killed by strangulation and not stab wounds. And um, investigators think that's because the killer, like, snuck in his bedroom window, essentially, and just, like, strangled him to keep him quiet, quiet. so that the that's rest of the fucked. family wouldn't hear him. Uh, so they speculate that he, the little boy was killed first. Um like I said, sparing some details, but the killings were absolutely brutal in nature. Investigators discovered that the blade of the original knife, so the killer brought a knife to the scene. It was like a, a sashimi knife. Okay. Um, so the blade had broken off into one of the bodies, but oh, the God. killer ransacked the kitchen and continued killing with various knives from the home. Um, so really like a rage fueled murder um so the case earned its nickname because of the killer's strange behaviors after the murder the killer raided the family's kitchen and ate some of their food um an article in the medium says the killer ate ice cream but quote strangely he didn't use a spoon instead he squeezed the containers upwards and proceeded to bite the ice cream so this guy's fucking unhinged he's literally like picture of ben and jerry's he's like squeezing, squeezing the bottom it. and going ow <laughs> My first thought was there's probably DNA. Everywhere. They have so much DNA. We'll get into that. Um, so, yeah, this guy's unhinged. Um, also, he like, used their... How can you... Like, that would hurt my teeth. Dude, sometimes eating ice cream with a spoon hurts my teeth. I got a sensitive spot. <laughs> like, yeah, but, like, how do you just... He's how... insane. This guy's insane. What the fuck? Um, and <laughs> I love that this is what we're stuck on. He just bit ice cream. Well, it's like, you know uh, how, like, Kit Kats, when people, like, bite a Kit Kat, but you're supposed to, like, break it off and, like, yeah, that way? Like, you gotta eat I don't it properly. people like that, you know? <laughs> I mean, for good reason. For good yeah. reason. This guy's a psychopath. That guy would eat a Kit Kat that way, too. He would. <laughs> he totally would. <laughs> or, like, the Kourtney Kardashian way. Oh, my God. Have you seen that stupid video? <laughs> he probably cuts cucumbers like Kendall, too. Oh, my God. What a mess of a family they are. They fucking are. Um, so, yeah, he uh, ate their ice cream out of a bucket with his teeth. And then he used their computer around 1.20 a.m. Uh, and they they estimate that he got to the house between 10 and 11 p.m. So he hung out, like, all night in their house. Um, there was even evidence to suggest that he took a nap on their couch. I'm guessing there was maybe, like, a pillow or a blanket or something. So he, like, chilled for, like, the what whole the morning. Fuck? um the house would he look up on the computer 
Um, I couldn't find what he had looked up, but I did find that they originally thought he was on the computer as late as 10 a.m., uh, but then they discovered that uh, Yasuko's mom, when she got to the crime scene, she accidentally hit the mouse. Oh, so okay. it was her. So they thought he stayed there like all morning, um, but he didn't. He's so just the like, house looking up been... ways to hide a body or something. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I couldn't find what he was researching. I feel like it was probably either something like that or something completely non-related. <laughs> yeah. He's just bored. Um. So the house was torn apart. There was papers and belongings thrown everywhere. Um, investigators found some paperwork in the bathtub for some reason. Like, he, he filled the bathtub up with water and then threw papers in. Um, the killer also left an alarming amount of evidence behind. He had to be like a million percent certain he was never going to get caught because he just left everything he possibly could. Um, so a complete list of items found, uh, a gray bucket hat, a baseball shirt soaked in blood from at least one of the victims. Um, it was also noted that the shirt uh, was one of only 130 that were sold in Japan. That will come up in a second. Um, a plaid scarf a jacket, black gloves, two black handkerchiefs. One was wrapped around a kitchen knife, which uh, was like one of the murder weapons. And the police believe he used the second one to like cover his face like a mask. Uh, they found cologne on the, the mask handkerchief that was Drakkar Noir, which was really popular at the time. Uh, and they found a gray and black fanny pack. Other non-clothing evidence includes footprints indicating he was wearing size 11 white running shoes that were manufactured in South Korea. I'm guessing they had like a logo, like a specific logo where they were like, oh, that is this shoe. Um, The shoes were never sold in Japan. A literal poop in the toilet. He left his poop in the toilet. Oh, Um, like straight up DNA. Like just poop. He left fingerprints and uh, he left an open first aid kit and uh what they called a sanitary napkin so like pads soaked in his blood so they thought he might have been former military because that's something they do in military training they use pads apparently to like treat wounds because they tmi i guess soak up blood um so So they thought that he's like he got cut or something and yeah like defense wounds or like literal blood his literal blood his dna okay they have it he's never they have it right he's never been caught okay okay (laughs) um so they had his dna they had his whole outfit they had the murder weapons they had everything um based on the evidence uh found on scene they were able to tell that the killer was around five foot six slim build had type a blood was right-handed somewhere between 15 and 35 years old and they could even tell you what he had for lunch that day thanks to his poop but they could not identify him despite all of this so investigators believed he was not a japanese citizen based on some of the evidence found including the shoes and the shirt that were not really sold in japan um his dna also indicated that he was half asian uh markers indicated that his mother was of european descent and other uh, markers indicated korean or chinese ancestry so because of that they think he's not from japan and i think that's what was leaked to wikipedia was the fact that he was not a japanese citizen okay um but there was some uh, in the the podcast faceless. They spoke to an expert, and they said um, the way the police deter like uh, interpreted the DNA is not necessarily how it is. So like his mother did have European blood, but it doesn't necessarily mean that she like she could have been like tenth generation European. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're like he could like present as an Asian person. But the uh, the Wikipedia page was just like, yeah, he's a white guy, essentially. 
<laughs> what the fuck, man? Um, so investigators have not found a match for his fingerprints on any Japanese driver's licenses, passports, or government documents, which I guess they do fingerprints with all of their ID there. Um, so all in all, they just assume based on that that he's not a Japanese citizen. They also found sand in the backpack that was left on the scene and research determined it was from a beach in the southern U.S. Uh, so maybe he was a U.S. citizen or he just traveled. For, he flew in from the U.S. Um, the police originally tried to like say that wasn't important. They're like, oh, it was just because he bought the backpack and it already had the sand in it. And it's like, well, why? <laughs> like, I fucking doubt that. But okay. <laughs> like, why? Um so investigators couldn't really figure out a motive either. Uh, Yasuko was a, like a school tutor. She worked with children. And uh, Mikio worked for an international marketing company called Interbrand, which specializes in like working with corporations. Uh, so they did have several high-profile clients. And uh, Mikio's colleagues thought that it was unlikely that his murder was job-related because he didn't really work with those high-profile accounts. I want to know what those accounts are, though, that they're like, yeah, if he worked on those accounts, he would have that would make sense that he was murdered. You know yeah. what I mean? Like what, what are these high profile accounts? So they what if think he, like, it what wasn't, if he's like with that and like the person that killed them was like hired to do it. The, uh, like a hired hit. Yeah. That is one of the theories. Um, that's, that's the one I'm leaning towards. Um, so one of the things I thought, too, is like, so depending on what these high profile accounts are, I don't know what they are. Maybe it's government. Maybe it's banks. I don't know. But uh, what if it was so high profile that he was working on it, but he couldn't tell anybody. So the colleagues all thought he wasn't working on it, but he was, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, allegedly not job related, but still, I thought it was interesting that they mentioned high profile accounts. I was like, what are these accounts? Yeah. Um, so money was also a potential motive. There was money stolen from like the victim's wallets and stuff, but more than 250,000 yen was still found in the home. So like they only took some of it. Like it didn't appear to be the main motive. It was more of just like, well, we're here. Let's just take it while we're here as opposed yeah. to we're robbing these people um, or I am robbing these people. There is a theory that there's more than one murderer also just because of how brutal the scene was. Um and there's one another just theory. murdering everybody and the other one's just taking a shit. So. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Me and any team project. Um, <laughs> so there is another theory that local skateboarders committed the murder after Mikio. Yeah. So uh, Mikio complained about the noise they were making in the neighborhood. Uh, I think technically skateboarding was it was either banned or just like really frowned upon. Mm -hmm. um, the one interview I listened to, the guy said like skateboarding was as associated with like, quote, hoodlums. So uh, Mikio like complained to the city about the skateboarders kind of thing. Um, so the the theory here is that like the, the skateboarders got angry and took revenge by killing them in their home kind of thing which like kind of a reach but i guess plausible mm. um investigators also thought that maybe the clothing found on the scene indicated that it was like a skateboarder because there was like a bucket hat and stuff oh but uh the interview that was in the podcast i listened to a local skater boy which i wrote like avril lavigne skater boy <laughs> um laughed and said that skaters would never wear bucket hats or any of those items found on scene like he's like that's not how we dress that's not our style but yeah. police like oh yes it is <laughs> but like so, why oh this is where he talks about the podcast so much i don't get it I don't get it either. Like, I guess if it's like on your 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 private home property, that's one thing. But from what I understand, they were just like in the park across the street kind of thing, and they were like, ah. 
Wow. Yeah. They could be ones. doing drugs, you know? Like, they could right? be doing worse. Um, like, you try to so fucking yeah. skateboard. It's hard, man. Like, leave it I alone. could never do it. I didn't even like sitting on a skateboard because I'm so poorly coordinated. You know, you would like sit on it to go down. I couldn't yeah. even do that because I was like, I'm scared. I'll hurt myself. I wore skate shoes. Did I skateboard? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> skate shoes are like 99% of the reason for my back problems. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, a lot of that interview and a lot of the stuff I just talked about is part of that uh, podcast I keep talking about. So make sure you listen to that because it was actually really good. This guy's like a crime writer and he did a way better job than I ever will. Um, so the final theory, which is the one I'm leaning towards and the one Danielle already mentioned, is a hired hit. And I think it's related to real estate. Um, so I kind of combined two theories into one here. So the the theory that he's a hired hitman because one, he's so fucking hard to find. And two, he's most likely not from Japan. So one would think he traveled there, killed the family, then left kind of thing like a secret agent type thing almost um the real estate theory comes from the fact that the city had been trying to buy out the miyazawa's home so they could tear it down and build a park so the miyazawa's and yasuko's relatives lived in two of four homes remaining from a housing development so there used to be like hundreds of homes in this neighborhood but everybody eventually sold to the city and there's literally only four houses left and of those four houses was the Miyazawa family, Yasuko's mom, and then Yasuko's sister owned one of the houses but didn't really live there. So Yasuko did her tutoring out of the third house. And then the, the one person was not related to them. So that's it. These people were all holding out trying to get like a bigger payoff for their house. Yeah. Um, apparently the Miyazawas had sold their home. They did. And, um, apparently that was the paperwork that was found in the bathtub was part of the home sale. Um, but they still hadn't moved out of it. So this made me think that maybe someone involved uh, in the sale of the house, maybe a, a developer or a real estate agent or someone hired the hitman to get them out faster. That's um, fucked. Because that's, that's the only real quote unquote negative thing against them is that they didn't leave the house that they sold. Yeah. You know, they didn't have dangerous jobs. They weren't into drugs. They were just this cute little family. And you said um, it was like the state was trying to buy it? Yeah, the, uh, either the city or the state. And they were trying to build like a like an extended park. And like I said, there was, I think they said over 200 homes total and they were down to the last four. Do you think that maybe the state did it and that's why they butchered the case so bad? Because it's like so I wouldn't be surprised. Protected. Like the police almost covered it up yeah. by not doing their jobs fully. Totally. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. That's like, as soon as I heard about the housing thing, I'm like, well, like it's definitely someone involved in the housing that, like did it yeah um and if they sell their home why are you so mad like they'll get out eventually like fuck off yeah give them a second um so if that was the case it kind of backfired but because as of october 2022 the house was still standing um yasuko's older sister annie Irie opened the house up to reporters uh like for their investigative stories i'm pretty sure the guy from the podcast went there for like a tour i think i remember hearing that i could be making it up though um there was like a like a formal press tour though and video footage shows dozens of boxes holding the family's belongings still inside the home uh some of their furniture is still there too this part kind of broke my heart but they even left like the pencil lines like you know when you do a growth chart on the wall in your kitchen so they still had all like the kids heights there and everything um so the home is still there still untouched as of october of last year which is only a few months ago um police are 
quote, still actively investigating the case and have looked into more than 16,000 different tips. Um, every article I met, read mentioned the Golden Gate Killer, hoping for a similar outcome in this case, because, like, they have DNA. Yeah. Um, and there are labs in Japan right now working on the DNA. They're trying to build a, a profile based on the DNA. So, like, they know he's of Asian and European descent, but they want to try to get an accurate description of, like, his hair color, his skin tone. So they're, like digging into the dna in more of a descriptive sense instead of like yeah. trying to match it um so Bro, yeah i guess we'll so just have much to DNA. it shouldn't be that difficult dude there's so much dna i still can't believe so as of right now case is still unsolved and we're just gonna have to wait to see if they're gonna be able to solve this and this happened in 2000 yep so it was the 22nd anniversary in yeah last year that's fucked and like, yeah if it is like the whole real estate thing what the fuck do you think an eight-year-old and a six-year-old have to do with that isn't that awful that's fucking terrible no no matter what it was so i'm gonna plug my laptop in just in case because she's old <laughs> i feel that laptop i feel that <laughs> and we're back um no matter what the motive is it, it i guarantee you it has absolutely nothing to do with the children yeah even if hypothetically the parents were running a drug ring or whatever you know trafficking or what have you nothing to do with the children yeah and that's what's the the saddest part about the case is like why that's just fucked up and like like what if the if it was a hitman and they tried to make it so chaotic that i think that's part of it so there there was a theory that it could have been more than one killer because of how bad it was but if we're assuming he took a sweet time there like if he got there like 10 o'clock and didn't leave until like 4 Mm a.m he could have staged it more he could have thrown things you know what i mean like he could have made it look i don't want to say made it look worse than it was because it was awful but you know what i mean like, like completely staged and like none of that dna is actually theirs oh my god like he brought a poop with him yeah like i don't know <laughs> i mean that is possible if it's a hitman then like oh my god i don't think they're ever gonna solve this one that would be fucked up that would be fucked up i never thought of that because if it's like like if he's this good of a hitman it's just like so fucking chaotic that you're kind of like why is it so chaotic yeah so um I think I've talked about this before, but a lot of times when when crime scenes are like chaotic, it's it's a quote rage kill. Yeah, so there's usually like a personal reason, or it's one of those like they snapped in the moment. But like, what was the what was the point of like why there seemed to be no motive for rage? So that yeah. you make me think it's staged. Now look at us, we're thinking right, and like usually when it's like that crazy. And, like, a person that's, like, I'm going to sit here after I kill the family. They get joy out of that almost, I would assume. And, like, I would assume it would happen again. Like another, like a a serial killer. Yeah, almost. Yeah. No, as far as I know, this was, like, a one-off. That, you know, I think it might have been staged. Like, the more you think about it, it's, like, why Mm. was it so brutal? Like, why? Yeah. It sounds like they made it more... I don't know how to say like this. With like, the sand politely. In they the fucked bag. the scene up more than it needed to be, you know? Yeah. Like, the sand in the bag to, like, like the shit in the toilet, the, like, eating of the ice cream. It's, it's almost just... like planting things. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. It's a really weird case. Um, I highly recommend 
listening to the podcast on it. I know I've said that like a million times, but he does like it's like a seven part podcast. Okay. So he, he goes way into more detail than I do. <laughs> you know, I was thinking that when we decided to go like bi weekly, I was like, Oh, maybe I'll do like multi part episodes, like do like a like one like, I don't want to say per season because we don't have seasons, but like, you know, three weeks in a row is one case kind of thing. And then I listened to this guy's podcast. I was like, Yeah, I'm never doing that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I can't do that. He is, uh, but like that's what he does for a living. He's like, he's a crime writer. So yeah. he had like producers in Japan doing like interviews and stuff. He went to Japan. I was like, you know, I can't afford that. So yeah, if I didn't have a nine to five, I would my love heart to. would be in this yeah. fully, but I can't do that. We'll see. Maybe I'll get the get up and go. Maybe just not the first week back. But I think it'd be fun to do a multi part of some sort. Yeah, we're at turtle pace, so let us be at turtle, turtle pace. pace. <laughs> we're still turning the old noodles back on yeah right that's it's a wild fucking case i honestly i kind of feel like it's too chaotic and it's i think it's staged yeah i didn't think of that until you said it i also thought that maybe he left stuff to throw them off yeah but like like i thought some of it had to be his but then the more i think about it like maybe not maybe it wasn't maybe he just brought a bunch of random stuff i do think that like the blood might be his just based Mm -hmm. on so hypothetically he's a hitman and then the theory that he's from uh like he served yeah because you know so like maybe he learned something in i don't know it makes sense in my head i'm having trouble with words but like (laughs) yeah no that makes sense like like he's secret service or something you know what i mean yeah and maybe he's just like i'm a really good hitman so i'm gonna bring like fake teeth and like you know how you can have like those like wind up teeth or you can just have like fake teeth completely and he's like i'm gonna eat the movies where they have the contact for the fucking yeah (laughs) the eye scan thing it's like man that's fucking that's such a sad case though you should listen to the podcast if you're bored tomorrow while you're working it's good i'm always bored (laughs) fair i uh i finally committed to my whole i'm gonna finish supernatural thing so i I watch that while i work now and then when i get bored of supernatural i put peaky blinders on because mcneil's gonna yell at me at some point oh my Um, god you guys yes if you haven't already i'm very late to this game please watch peaky blinders (laughs) if you need another reason to like love killian murphy then watch peaky blinders yeah so fucking um but yeah i've made it to season 10 i'm like damn episode five of season 10 it's a fucking the season they were it gets hard to watch what's that that's like the season they were supposed to end on yeah, I didn't realize how many fucking seasons there were. Isn't I'm like averaging 15? like, what's that? Isn't it like 15 or something or 16? I think so. It's it's like a it's a big number. Um, it does get really hard to watch, like the the whole like Metatron and all that stuff. I had I could tell when I started zoning out. So yeah, like, you know, I think I saw this episode before, but <laughs> yeah, I'm determined ha- to finish it though. I will finish it. I wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. I just watched Twilight all week, so. I love that for you. To Twilight. <laughs> to Twilight. Guys, Breaking... I was first time I actually fully, like, sat down and watched Breaking Dawn. Fuck, that movie is terrible. <laughs> it's fucking Because the others rude. in the series were so good. <laughs> I know. But, like, okay, like like Twilight and New Moon, it's, like, it's bad, but, like, you can, like, sit through it. Like, the writing isn't, like... It's terrible, but it's not breaking dawn it's comedic at least (laughs) yeah breaking dawn is fucking stupid the acting in it is the fight scene though had us absolutely gagged in the theaters like when they had what carlisle's head i remember being in the theater and being like this isn't in the book (laughs) what the fuck is going on i will say i think that was a smart move on the director's behalf because like 
the it's pretty anticlimactic in the book where they're just like let's talk about it yeah let's <laughs> let's share our feelings let's share our feelings i remember reading that book and i was like are you fucking serious this is what we waited for god bless good god why are we <laughs> and like yet this? here we are watching it once I a know. quarter i'll watch twilight till the day i die but breaking dawn no i can't get over the cgi baby did now. you finish it i did yeah I did. congrats thank you the reason why i'm drinking note. tonight <laughs> <laughs> trying to black it back out yeah um i don't know if i remember our socials we have guys you should know our socials by now anyways <laughs> instagram it's a spooky hour podcast twitter is at spooky hour mm-hmm. and the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com which i haven't checked since november and i'm not sorry Oof. about it i mean maybe check it because we might have an easy episode coming <laughs> yeah we do want to get everyone back on the the podcast and have like a chit i did have a lot of fun. fun with that totally. i wanted to do it for halloween and then life um but yeah. that's 2023 resolution we'll do another one of those because I, re- I had a lot of fun with that um but yeah come be our friend tell us what you've been up to um and that's it tell us your Facebook. fun new year's resolutions oh my god yeah do i do i have one this year i don't really have one this year i i don't know should we make one on the spot let's, let's do it okay let's do it okay i am going so is it to... something like like if i say i want to buy a house is that my resolution or should it be a little bit more thoughtful than that you can be whatever you want it to be whatever because that's one of your them. soul i want to buy a house and what else do i want to do i want to stop being a miserable crust <laughs> i am gonna embrace being a miserable crust <laughs> <laughs> That's my New Year's resolution. Okay, you, you know what? I'm going to change it because something that I learned last year, uh, hashtag emotional, um, is is to embrace your feelings no matter what they are. Because, yeah. Because, like, you can't just ignore it. Um, as much as I want to and try to, you can't. Yeah. Sometimes things just suck, and that's okay because they don't always suck. They only yeah. sometimes suck. So it's not going to be to stop being a miserable crust. It's going to be to try when i am a miserable crust to to limit it you yeah. know feel it for a little bit but then you're like no no no. there's good things you know? let you f- let yourself feel it emotions are good and you're allowed to have emotions <laughs> <laughs> like being miserable it's an emotion and i endorse it <laughs> who let me be a parent oh Wild. my god you're so funny so yeah that's those, those are my resolutions be less of a miserable crust but still be a miserable crust i like and it and then buy a house <laughs> i like it you'll be even more of a miserable crust when you buy a house oh i know um steward at work the other day was showing me a house and he was saying how like wonderful it is and then he was like talking about the process and how stressful it is and all these surprise fees and lawyers i'm like you're not selling this for me. <laughs> like, yeah, he does that. I just He's sound like, like this I'm gonna is great, be depressed and broke in my own home. <laughs> like, you can't do anything. Like, you can't. When you eat out, you feel guilty. That's the one. That's my 2023. That's me now. Though is I'm staying off social media. I find social media is like even Instagram. Like you find like all the sad stuff, especially when you're like following like parenting stuff. You get like into the families where they're like their kids are sick, and that's all you see. Oh yeah, and it's like heartbreaking and like then that's all you think about negativity not any but like and then you see all the people that are like just yelling at each other and you're like i don't want that that's what i don't like i don't like all of the like everything has to be a political statement everything has to be an argument everything has to be maybe some things are just things you know (laughs) go back to the like the the paramore song this is why that's 
like this is why i don't leave the house. my house that that's literally my my anthem for the next year because <laughs> it's so fucking true if you have an opinion just keep it to your fucking self yeah you know i wish you're allowed to have it, it but i don't want to hear it nice <laughs> so the, that's exactly it i don't want to hear it stop telling yeah. me <laughs> right like and on that positive cheery note Tell us your resolutions, and I hope they're better than ours. Yeah, totally. And if you want to be a miserable crust, we'll accept you into our group. Absolutely. 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 We More sound like a bunch of pies, miserable crust. Oh, can I be an apple pie? I fucking love apple Only pie. Only if I'm a pumpkin pie. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Okay. okay. Well, thanks for uh, ranting and laughing and listening. I miss doing this. This is fun. Me too. I miss I feel this like I have a social life again. Right? <laughs> It's so true. Like, I don't talk to anybody when I don't talk to Julia. Yeah. It's so funny because, like, you text me tonight, and then I realized that we didn't talk since, like, yesterday, and I was like, whoa, like, what year is that? I'm like, I haven't even said hi to her <laughs> at all. So I, I also noticed that when I text you, but I also realized we also Snapchatted all day and, like, send Instagram videos. Oh, and, yeah, like, true. Yeah, so, like, we're technically true. always in contact, but it's just, like, I'm just sitting in my house staring at my computer screen. I got nothing to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's true it's true that's our life now unfortunately but yeah adult friendships gotta love it all right be our friend yes. stay spooky stay spooky friends bye, bye.